0: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's the worst idea of all
1: time idea of all time It's the worst idea of all time two. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 14 of the worst idea of all time My name is Tim My name is Guy Montgomery We just got our asses kicked by the movie Sex in the City 2 Man, I feel terrible <laughs> Yep, yep, I don't think that went well for either of us uh, I don't think for anyone on screen or off-screen. No one did well out of that one. I am kind of a mix of exhausted and and angry and sad. Now, what specifically do you think made this watch so difficult? I don't... Yeah, I, I mean, technically, all the circumstance would have lent itself to a more forgiving screening. Yeah, we did it in it's the morning. A, it's a morning watch. Early hours. Um, we had kind of people... Coming through the lounge at various bits in the middle. Yeah. He had a lot of activity, actually. Yeah. The landlord came in, the plumber came, checked the showers. Yeah. The plumber even... flatmates. S- the plumber sat down. He did. We had to explain to him why we were watching Sex and City 2 at like 10.30 on a he, Thursday. He had quite a giggle at uh, the concept of what he was did. going on. Uh, he started making some pretty mu- <laughs> The longer he had to sit and watch the movie while we waited for the landlord to arrive, the sort of further... the. Uh, he felt comfortable expressing some pretty marginal opinions yeah conversation gradually started turning towards ISIS and then luckily he had to go fix a shower or something <laughs> so we sort of got off that train pretty quick I was pretty excited by his presence at the start though Gary he's a g- Gary good man well like to begin with like it was a nice injection like a you know a, a good Kiwi lad yeah sitting down and watching what by all accounts to him particularly must be a seriously odd experiment <laughs> yeah it's a weird thing to walk into and it's a very difficult thing to explain to outsiders briefly what what exactly we're doing. So it always makes it awkward. Hey, before I forget, because I know I'll forget later, um, happy birthday to Lawrence. I'm probably saying her name wrong. Uh, yeah, it's pronounced Laurent, I think, but it's neither here nor there. I was going to say Law is what most people probably call it. There you go. Birthday, birthday wishes done and dusted. Get him out of here. I'm not interested in them. Well, Still, happy birthday. Uh, so I don't know what was so different about today. Like, I I didn't I didn't get the best sleep last night, so I've been pretty tired the whole time. Um, there's just it, it always goes long, but it went longer today, like way longer. It really felt like it was about five hours, like in in real, inescapably time. long. It's it, and it's it's ju- just it's just not fair. It's like it's I'm really and I know you are too really struggling to tackle the movie head on and so instead of actually sitting through a movie for two and a half hours yeah it's kind of like just feeling like you're being weighed down yeah by like a hundred kilograms of diamontes for two and a half hours yeah or rhinestones predictable like a rhinestone cowboy what's the origins of the saying rhinestone cowboy um I don't know Well, putting it out there to you. I guess is it like a rhinestones were they considered quite a a effeminate object of the cowboy community? So it was like you're you're a girly man. You're a girly man. I mean that that would be where my mind would go girly or like maybe not valuable. You're a cheap ass cowboy. You're a cheap effeminate cowboy, and in the wild west, that is the worst insult. We can give, this is a song and this is how we sing. Well, I guess um, let's try and get some shining lights in early. To mine, lift the mood. I think, funnily enough, I didn't tell you what mine was, but I had mine pegged pretty early. And I think we actually landed on almost the same one. Because <coughs> my shining light, if I may go first, sorry to be so rude and bold. By all means. It was when the gals are exiting the hotel in Abu Dhabi the first time. And... Uh, Miranda says we'll be back in time for lunch it's not the line it's an awful line I don't know why she's telling the staff that who gives a shit like you're an adult you're a fully grown woman like, you can look after it's yourself it's just a line that they have to feed into the movie so that they can linger on the shot and we can advertise the wares and that was my shining light what she's wearing in that shot it's all white and I think it looks real cool crisp yeah um, yeah very crisp and It's like an off-white It's like a cream It's like a very light cream Because Miranda is wearing Bizarro shit For 95% of the film Crazy shit That you wouldn't expect If you got someone who Like Suffers from Very severe mental illness And put them in a dress up box And they just emerged After 20 minutes With as much Accessories and shit As they can Put on themselves They'd look like Miranda In this movie But in that one it's, It's kept pretty Pretty good Well, funnily funnily enough, Tim, my shining light was also when the gals were leaving the hotel, this time when they were about to embark on their flashy first-class flight back to New York City, Uh, but it was when, it was, was, funnily enough, Miranda's outfit again. I mean, to be honest with you, the reason that that was my shining light was because I realised we were quite far through the movie and I had been (laughs) hating it so passionately that I hadn't, I had nothing, and I was like, "Look, I just it suddenly occurred to me to actively look for something to enjoy." Yeah. And I guess maybe I, I can't specifically. I know she's wearing white. I can't specifically remember the outfit you're describing, but I looked at that outfit and I was like, "Do you know what? By the standards of this film, yeah. what all of you generally were wearing, and what Miranda is often wearing, this is a pretty respectable outfit. I think you could wear this on the streets today." It's a bright red. She was in a loud red jacket. jacket with a sort of a quite a. a Powerful yellow t-shirt underneath, very powerful. Sort of nice, comfortable-looking, almost camel-coloured trousers. Yeah, sort of dress, almost dress pants with a tapered uh, down to with the foot. And was. I'm not, I'm really not convinced by it? the okay. handbag. It's sort of a green. I don't want to say. I don't quite know how to describe the the texture. It's not gloss. It's not matte. It's more gloss than matte. But I mean, the handbag for me would, was what would if, what would throw this as a shining light into disarray. But I'm willing oh, to okay. overlook that for the sake of having something good to say about the film uh, it's it's just we're just watching we're just watching arguments that never that don't result that like arguments that don't need to be had arguments that arguments that shouldn't have started and never satisfyingly end week after week after week um, arguments of so little consequence that you just you wonder why anyone would write, bother to write it down let alone make a multi-million dollar film about it that We watched the trailer Right in between um, the We had to wash The the taste of this movie Out of our mouth By watching The the hilarious intro To the original Austin Powers movie Where he's Ahead dancing time. the streets really was True. Say what you will About the rest of those The other two I enjoy Austin all three Powers. of them They they taper off I haven't they revisited A member But that first schmuck one and a pancake and a pancake Bong and a waffle <laughs> um, That first movie Is really something special I watched it so many times. That's probably the first movie as a kid that I could say every word of. I saw, one of the only. I saw... I think it was the second one, maybe. I went to the cinema with my dad. It was like the first, one of the first movies we watched together where we both laughed the same amount. We were like on the same page in terms of... That's a special moment, That man. was a very special moment. But yeah, after that, we also watched the Sex and City 2 trailer. Just to see how you're meant to advertise or market this film. Like, what is the draw? Obviously, the draw is already taken care of in that you've got a wonderful franchise that is beloved by the fans. Yes. The Sex and the City 2 trailer doesn't even allude to the concept of plot. It's like No, not at all. It's just like a hastily thrown together series of shots of New York and then a few of Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Like, they put probably, for every 20-minute block of the film, there was one shot from within it. But no context for any of it. There was no suggestion that there'd be any conflict or like substance. Yeah, and in storyline, you have to respect the trailer for its honesty. <laughs> You're right. Like the the movie absolutely delivers on what the trailer promises, which is nothing. Which is nothing. There's nothing in the trailer, so you can't but lose. The the difference, the big difference for mine, Tim, is the trailer. Comes in at a reasonable one minute twenty one (laughs) seconds. Yes, correct. And it tells exactly the same story as the film does, and the film takes two hundred and twenty six, no, two hours and twenty six minutes. There's a weird one hundred and forty six minutes. Bit of editing though, where they go straight from because they kind of do a little show. they do a lot of sweeping shots of of New York City. We're getting it's, New a good York sell- City from, it's a good selling point from every angle. We're in the sky. We're doing bird's eye view. We're on the ground. We're looking at tall skyscraper buildings. We're at a low angle shot. We're at a high angle shot. Then we start getting. This is the trailer, mind you, everyone listening. Then we get introduced to the four gals. They each get their little segment in the sun. <laughs> they use the word carry as a pun. Carry ons used a lot, and carry forward or whatever the fuck it is. But they when they go to Samantha, they've like got a shot of her at the wedding. And then they go back to the girls without Samantha waving and then they go back to a shot of Samantha in a completely different scene. It's like she's um, uh, do you know what? teleported. That might possibly be, be because is it, is, is it clear that M- Samantha's not getting married at the wedding? Because I feel like maybe one of the draws or one of the teasers they tried to do because mm. they also tease it at the top of the film mm. is to suggest that Samantha Jones is getting married and settling down. Right. That could be. I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility because then at the start of the film, you know, when they're walking into Berg, Bergdorf Goodman, yeah, and they're in all and, and Carrie's doing the voiceover and she goes, uh, "This the jewelry shop." Everyone and and you know it's, things can happen that you never thought possible, mm. uh, and like they're all sort of going, they're walking to get in, to obviously to, it's something wedding related. Yeah, right. And they're all kind of looking at Samantha, and there's a lot of allusions to how unlikely this is, and like that this, you know, no one ever foresaw this happening or whatever. And it's quite It turns out they're Samantha. talking about Stemford gay marriage. Anthony. Yeah. But um, I think it was, I think that the teasers, is, or oh, is Samantha getting married? And then they rip the rug out from underneath you within the first two minutes of the film, like, no, Samantha's definitely not getting married. She wants to fuck a Danish architect. Do you, Spurt, <laughs> <Dick's Bert, laughs> do you think that there were people watching the trailer and taking it apart with the veracity that like when a new Marvel trailer comes out and everyone's analysing a split second I think internet culture the over the last five years superhero. has changed rapidly enough that no one was consuming any trailer five years ago the same way we do now but I think that the diehard Two fans you know in the context of how invested you could be so they saw Sam at a wedding they were like holy shit is it yeah. happening there were probably some message boards blowing up yeah. We should go diving into the sex and city oh, message shit. boards one day. Yeah, I would love to, to get into that. If anyone knows some good fan sites Another terrible flick them on p- through. Well and the main failure of the trailer for mine was Carrie says in two years incredible things can happen. Things that you never thought possible in a million years. It's like what a fucking lazy bit of writing and oversight to have like the same measure, like to measure by the same to measure by years. Oh, I see what you are saying. You are comparing in two a thing with like, the same thing, but more of it. Yeah, things can happen in two years that you never thought could happen in a million years. <laughs> what? Yeah, true. That is shit writing. And good the point. end of the movie, the last line is like, "While movies might be good in black and white, in relationships, there is a whole range of colours to choose from." That doesn't make any sense either. That's like a sentence that you write. Twenty minutes before some terrible media studies essay is due, and you're like, Oh look, this is vague and broad enough that no one's gonna ask any questions and it's it like kind of looks and feels third time in three weeks you brought up media studies. I don't know. This movie's reducing my like brain's capacity to critic to think critically. I think you're you're reverting. You're regressing back to teenage years. That's what this movie's doing to you. But um, the weird thing is in that trailer that yeah, they do say that like amazing things can happen in two years. But All throughout the movie, they keep impressing upon you, the viewer, the fact that only bad things have happened in the last two years. Like, Carrie presumably had a terrible wedding in the first movie, and then now she's just married. That's fine. Samantha bemoans the bullshit economy that's been befalling her business for the last two years. Um, Apparently, Miranda's been no fun for the last two years. Yeah, she hasn't, because her her job's been going badly. And Charlotte has been been struggling away with Rose and Lily. And a nanny with... um, with she wasn't Big old in fairness. She doesn't wear She wasn't Erin, And she wasn't struggling With the nanny Until it was callously brought up It wasn't actually callously brought up The immediacy With which she took Her friend's japes As like a serious worry And then Like this, The The intensity of that As a through line Charlotte's only through line In this entire movie Is I think my I think Runkle's gonna fuck The Irish nanny <laughs> I like that you're still Holding on to Calling him Runkle it's one of the few joys I have week in, week out. Good on you. Well, let me ask you this, guy. You're a stay-at-home dad. You've got two kids. Is Runkle stay-at-home? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I was trying to put you in Charlotte's shoes. Oh, it's confusing. You've oh, It's hard, too, because you don't generally get male nannies, even today. You can. There was a Friends episode about that. A manny. Freddie Prinze Jr. was the manny. I used to think he was such hey, a Freddie, dish Hey, Freddie Prince Jr. Was with Sarah Michelle Gellar, eh? Yeah, they're still here though I think they're married Are they? T- they're not still Are they? Yeah Oh, I hope so Sarah Michelle Gellar Is my original celebrity crush OG She, she I think Was everyone's Original celebrity crush Man Buffy or, the Vampire Of by generation I had TV hits Posters of her in my room Oh, mate Who didn't? She was great She was so good And have you seen Photos of her recently? She was not aged a day well, it's cuz she's been out of the she's been out of the the searing spotlight. Yeah, that's she true. She's been living a wonderful life. I hope so. She deserves With it. With Freddie Prince. Yeah. Also a slice of all right. Freddie Prince is so dishy. Yeah. Do they have kids? Probably. They're probably adorable. Yeah. And I bet they're quite well behaved too. And adjusted cuz they didn't have to live through celebritar. Mm. Their but parents, like, they got it, the benefits got of the money. Yeah, yeah. They nailed it, got out of the game before. I mean, you know, they're not going to wind up like. I don't know. Like Angelina and Brad's kids. Well, they're pretty good. I actually think that they're probably good parents, Brangelina. I'm going to put that out there. Angelina Jolie's a fascinating character. She is. She made it with her brother at the... Uh, The Oscars or something And she used to carry around A vial of his blood maybe No that was um, Billy Billy Bob Bob Thornton's blood When they were married There's something to be said for that For carrying a vial of your Lover's blood Yeah Would you do that Um, Probably not me personally Uh, I think it's a little Freaky for my particular taste But I can understand doing it Maybe that's because You never felt a love as intense As what Angelina Jolie And Billy Bob Thornton had Entirely possible I'll be the first to concede that you know maybe maybe one day um, i will fall into a love the depth of which can only be felt by me carrying around a vial of liquid life force of my lover which of the characters from But your, hold on let me finish this, th- let me finish the thought so you're a stay-at-home dad or whatever there's a, a male nanny who's looking after the kids too and your wife is attracted to the nanny it's never there's never no one ever says Runkle's attracted to the nanny. It's said that the nanny's attractive. Yeah, that's there's true. no like they she never even broaches well, he the looks, topic. He looks she doesn't even boobs. broaches the topic with Runkle He looks at her. She bo- doesn't even talk about it that's with him That's true, man. Good God. This whole her entire storyline is predicated on that bad component of their relationship. And all that would take to solve is literally starting a conversation about it with him. Like that that is the panacea. To fix this entirely This movie I realise Now that we've found A way of talking about The actual movie As we talk about it right now Is going to turn us into Like horrible Ham-fisted Relationship counsellors Oh god I hope not For like Repeated Ongoing Problems Faced by these (laughs) Insufferable (laughs) characters Very specific Dr. Phil (laughs) I want you To get excited About your life what I want you to do, Charlotte, is I want you to start the line of communication. It sounds like Dr. Phil and Kermit the Frog had a child. Hey, I never claimed- I want you, Charlotte, to start talking to Runkle <laughs> about the problems you-
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
1: think you face as a married couple Uh, that's not Dr. 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 Phil's a fuckwit I hate that guy so much (laughs) really yeah big time man fuck I hate him he's right up there with old uh, why that other cunt he had to stop calling himself a doctor (laughs) no he didn't he's not a doctor he is no he's not yes he is no he's not Dr. Phil is absolutely a doctor he's not his show's still on the air Dr. Phil yeah no it looks like it looks like it says doctor no you're thinking of the other guy Dr. Oz. Oz, yeah. Oh. And and what that was is not that Dr. Oz is not a doctor. It's the fact that um, he was making so many bald-faced lies <laughs> as claims on his show that they were saying, you can't do this. You're, like, you're a medical practitioner. You're a medical communicator. And he said, no, no, the doctor in the logo is very, very, very small. <laughs> so it's not really a medical <laughs> advice show. The Oz is massive. The doctor is really? small. Yeah, that was the... Part of their justification That's a good argument It's amazing to me When you hear about Things like that And like the The logic applied <laughs> the the, the, Yeah the argument back Is like Some <laughs> intermediate Primary school yeah. shit like. Big time Did you look at the logo Of the show Friends? It's so obvious It's such a tiny doctor And such a big Oz um, Tim Of all the characters In the movie today Yeah If you Had to like If you had to go away For a weekend mm. With any of them mm-hmm. No, actually, I'll reduce it from weekend. You have to go, one of them's visiting Auckland, and for whatever reason, there's some bizarre family connection, and you're obligated to take them out for a beer and to like show them around Auckland for a night. Yeah. Who would you most hope to, to receive as a guest? Either Miranda or Carrie, and probably Miranda. For what reason? So, Samantha's most fun, yeah. definitely, without a doubt, but she would be a goddamn liability, <laughs> and she'd be a real handle to try and keep a bit of a leash on. And but, keep entertained. Yeah. She'd want to go out all night. I'm a, I'm a guy who, like, I'll go to town every now and then, but I pig out at about 2 a.m. these days. I've got, like, a hard stop on the night, unless it's a very special occasion. She would want to go until dawn, and I would just... For me, this is just the worst. I can't keep up with that kind of shenanigans anymore. So she'd really tire me out. Charlotte? I feel like she'd get in trouble. Charlotte would be, I feel like, so annoying, and you'd constantly be wanting to take her to the best thing and it would be really expensive and she'd still never be impressed you'd like take her up the top of the Sky Tower she'd be like oh, okay what's the next thing when you go to Waiheke to see the wineries and she'd be like oh what's the next thing It's like fucking hell Charlotte we've done so much can we just like cool it whereas I think with Miranda you could do a nice day at the art gallery you know I think she'd enjoy that mm. and um, maybe even like she'd be down with just seeing a movie maybe go to like an art house cinema or maybe Rialto or something. See like a, a semi-independent film, maybe a foreign film, and I reckon should be should be cool with that. Carrie, I think, is on a similar vein. We should be reasonably easy to entertain. Um, Carrie, you could probably actually just go out for a lot of food. I think she, if you found she the right to X-rays. eat out, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? You don't. It doesn't need to be one of the gals. Ah, oh. you could. I mean, it, anyone it, the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, well, then without question, Runkle. Yeah. Without question. Without a shadow of a doubt. There's no. Second guessing or second thoughts. There's no two about ways that. about it. You, Miley, Miley Cyrus. Yep, you got me on a technicality there, boy. Well done. She is in the movie. Undeniably so. I had a um a pretty sad realization during the movie. You did. Uh that any chance that I might have had with Miley, I don't actually know personally. I don't know if we were a good match. But you know, just speaking purely in hypothetical, it's fair terms, to assume you would be though. Uh, that if I mean that, I think I've hamstrung my chances with Miley insofar as having a tattoo of her ex-boyfriend on my butt is probably a bit of a yeah, it's off-putting. It's a deal breaker. It'd be very off-putting if. Um, and you, I mean, you actually, you 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 obviously you've got the same. Thing, I'm in the same boat. But you don't you don't seem to mind as much. No, you seem to have a little bit more of a. F- of asphyxiation on Miley than I. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah. That's a fair statement. Hmm. I'm more of a Sarah Michelle Gala kind of guy <laughs> myself. Yeah. Vintage Buffy. What you ever happened to the guy who played uh who was the like real smart ass dude? I forget his name. He did Hell was the guy who did Hellboy? Did he do Hellboy? feels like it would have been the same guy. I don't know. It's hard to say. Anyway, he was great. I can't wait for him to pop up in something I'm watching. (laughs) Isn't that always so satisfying when that happens? Like when we turn this on and Miley's in there and Runkle's in there. I remember when these moments used to be exciting. (laughs) After 14 watches, the shine does come off a little bit. Two jokes still hold. Mm? Um, When Big asks Carrie when they're at the sort of hotel whatever for the wedding... um, which is what is it which is worse I can't tell what's worse I can't tell Samantha what's worse a the baby they're choosing between a screaming baby and Samantha having loud sex and Carrie says uh the Samantha. baby no Samantha yeah the baby will tire out eventually yeah that's a funny sass that is a funny sass yeah it's good the other one that uh, still kills me is, it's almost an anti-joke in the context of the film, but is on the on the plane when Samantha says, I have four people in my bed and the other three girls just reject it outright. Oh, yeah. Because they're talking about how Charlotte's got four people in her bed Actually, she's got three, her kids. In the three oven. moments, three jokes which I like. And the other one is when Dick Spurt uh, meets the girls at the karaoke bar and he says, Dick Spurt's the Danish architect for anyone who hasn't been able to keep up with our time in the movie. I wonder, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, what... If anyone could potentially write like a, hundred, like a hundred word blurb of what you think <laughs> the, movie is. the movie is, maybe the order of events or just whatever you think. Yeah, that'd be very satisfying. I think that'd be entertaining because I've got no idea how much plot or like what we've actually discussed. Mm. But anyway, yeah, when he says, um, could you, when Samantha says, your name's Dick Spurt he goes, could you be any more American? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> he answers his own rhetorical. That kills me. I am going to call shenanigans on that one um, because I don't hey, think what's they that know the joke.
2: Love?
1: <laughs> what? What with all the funky shit on the walls? It's a Super Troopers reference. I <laughs> oh, missed that. It's okay. Um Yeah, I don't think it's th- one of those situations where they tripped over a funny moment. I think like there was no intention of that being funny for the reason that it is funny. Can you imagine directing this film? <laughs> What a job Yeah What a big ask Oh yeah Especially in Morocco I don't know how that would have It takes two and a half hours to watch It would have taken so long to make (laughs) And to write it and then direct it And probably constantly be losing confidence on set Every hour of every day Uh, I think you would very much be drinking your own Kool-Aid At this point though Like Michael Patrick King have been at the helm Since the TV days MPK Yeah you also noticed today that they take a swipe at television, which is funnily enough what created this entire. I have got a weird feeling we we might have talked about this before, but <coughs> the fact that uh, there's a large portion of the argument with Carrie and Big, which seems to occupy like emotionally sixty five percent of the film, and it happens for about twenty five minutes in the middle of the movie, and I fucking I detest it. I I so what's the opposite of looking forward to it? I dread it. Yeah, that's coming the up every time. It's exactly the opposite. And um, so t- so Carrie makes a big song and a dance about how they're turning into a, a boring old married couple and how no. Big is just watching TV all the time, which is funny when you consider that we're watching a movie made from a TV series. Do you think that's Michael Patrick King going, Ha! I'm bigger than TV now, you little bitches. I'm in the movies. Movies are fine. I'm in the movie that business. That makes sense because the movie is about a movie, Heart of the Desert. Which is the whole impetus of them going to Abu Dhabi. So this movie is actually just Michael Patrick King big upsing himself and shitting on everyone who's still stuck in the TV industry. Mm. What a revelation. What a big dick move to make a, a middle finger salute in the form of a feature film costing millions. What a big dick dude. I think one of the reasons why we found it so hard to watch is that in previous weeks, We've at least had the energy to muster alternative realities within the film or alternative storylines or get excited by the prospect of. Like Like Big being investigated by the SEC. Or like Brady being the Rat King. We (laughs) didn't, like, we were so empty. We're so beaten down. And dead eyed in this watch. We didn't create a single parallel narrative. No. And therein, I think, lies why it was such a tough watch. It just occurred to me then. We were subjected to the actual film rather than. A unique spin on it Rather than getting excited about Because the first couple watches I mean the first watch you're like Okay wow this is what we're going to be dealing with Interesting, fascinating, interesting And then the second watch you kind of get more of Of what it is that you're grappling with And then by the third one you're kind of creating little Little things And today we were just so beaten down and tired You're right That we were just subjected to the, the literal film that they made Which is a bad movie Undeniably a bad movie I don't know if it, like, I don't know if because I'd, we'd watched Grown Ups 2 52 times that the f- first few viewings of this were more forgiving because it was just exciting to have a shiny new toy. But I've got to say, objectively speaking, this is so much harder. Things have gone downhill and so much so much than worse. last time. Like, I, this feels like how it felt in the late 40s with Grown Ups 2. In terms of watches, like watch 48, 49. No, but at least then there was the element of, oh my God, it's nearly done. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Tim, I think it's time to dive into a little segment we like to call... Where's he going? What's he up to you? Close enough. Uh, hero! for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome aboard. Interesting choice of episode. I guess you didn't know before you entered it that this is what you were going to get. Um, uh, but for taking a punt, we salute you. Tim, salute right now with me. We both genuinely saluted, saluted in your general direction <laughs> then. I want you to know that. Someone's dived in off this episode first. I don't think they're still listening. But only to the new listeners did we throw a salute. To the old listeners, we extend... A handshake In fact do you know what if you're And we've a, both extended a handshake And we're miming the shaking of the hand If you're not I'm still shaking hands Oh if you any, are you like, tight I would <laughs> like anyone listening right now Please to put your hand out And shake Unless you're driving Please don't do it if you're driving Okay It's wonderful um, We just shared a moment You and I Listener So Coffee man So yeah So pretty much Worshipper of Java The the, the, the worshipper of, of the Java uh he is a he's an extra in the film he's a real scene stealer when the girls are out gas bagging real pro to work with yeah real joy uh he's in the background of frame just necking caffeine like a maniac once twice thrice he stands up with a spring in his step he goes charging out the door yeah he's just he's he's got a piss bolt out there do you want to know why i would i'm very i'm very curious Quite simply, the man has drunk too much coffee and it is ripping through his insides. That's right. And, uh, I mean, he's, 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 a, he's a regular at this cafe. He knows what the bathroom situation is. It's one of those cafes where you have to go and ask for the key. Yeah. And then you get given good. the key and you go to the bathroom. And, I mean, I understand why you've got that system. But the thing is that the situation he's finding his bells in right now, you don't want... The clock to be out on how long you're spending in that the bathroom. That is so true. He doesn't. He took the newspaper because he knew he'd need some materials in there. His cell phone battery might not hold out enough. Sorry, this longitude for This guy's essentially him to get his shitting done. in the nineties. He's taking hard reading material into the bathroom. Non-battery aided so, materials. As a regular at the cafe and a friend of the baristas and and servers, uh, he essentially does not want them to 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 think of what he does to the toilet on this circumstance every time he goes in there. Mm. You know that sort of fear that he would have where he's like, look, if I if I do what to this toilet what I know is about to happen, yeah. no one in this cafe can look at me or respect me the same way again. Well, at least he takes matters into his own hands by a lot of times those cafes will leave the um, brush and even a little bit of toilet cleaner by yeah. the bowl. Get in there, mate. Absolutely. Do but your part. Still, you know, you go in there 20 minutes... 20, 25 minutes it's too long And it is too long uh, That's one, the, the real one issue. shared unisex toilet the real issue is a how much traffic you're creating behind you by being in there and two people just going what is happening with this guy <laughs> and they keep they've got a log book where they keep a timing of every toilet usage so like when you return the key they write down in the book coffee guy 25 minutes what the hell what yeah and then in parenthesis they put like a, a further thought on the matter and they're like yeah Jesus H Christ so in a funny sort of sense this week's where's he off to what's he doing whatever the fuck is them asking that question of him still but he's in his shitter he's not in their shitter though eh? he's, he's in f- the cafe's shitter oh no so oh, I was thinking he's leaving the cafe because he doesn't he, he just cannot Oh, okay, right. So what I'm saying, is he understands oh, so the system. You, so he's that was like a flash in his mind where he was like, this is the situation I'm going to be up against. I can't let it come to pass. Yeah. Okay. So he, he's out there. He's frantically looking for a re- sure. any form of public restroom. Right, right, right. So where, do, so where does he end up, our hero? What happens? Uh, they're very near Central Park, and he's running through Central Park, desperate looking for anywhere to take care of this caffeinated, caffeinated Related business, caffeine business. Do you know what I find if uh, that situation is going to arise is helpful as fast food restaurants because no one's no one's minding who's in there for however long. Yeah, mate, you're talking, you're preaching to the choir here. Go for gold. Absolutely. Find yourself a comfy wee McDonald's. Presumably, you're in, yeah, you're in, you're in New York. New there must be Herald. fast food outlets all over the place. A Starbucks. I don't know if they regulate toilet usage in Starbucks. I reckon they do. A like selected Starbucks. Mickey D's you know that you're fine. Like yeah. you know you're guaranteed no one's gonna No one's you. earning enough to like be oh, like shit. don't do a shit in our toilet. Yeah, exactly. And the turnover Starbucks of and like, the turnover of like customers and also staff doing different duties in the restaurant means that he doesn't need to worry about the harsh judging eyes. You can pretty much live in a McDonalds if you're smart about it. It's got internet there. Go about it the right toilet. way. Toilet. Food to cater to all times of the day. They're usually like the bigger ones are big enough that you can just find yourself a wee corner. <laughs> if you go to that Wendy's on Queen Street. Yeah, you just go upstairs, man. Park your wee bloody laptop up there. Yeah, been in there for ages. People have got those camouflage sort of beige sheets set up in corners. Yeah, I've had, I went to a business meeting in one of the corners of that Wendy's. <laughs> I legitimately saw a family when I was last in that Wendy's upstairs. A family who had brought a multi board. And everyone was connected to something. It was like tablets for the kids, laptops for the old. See, that's really crazy to me because... You're taking the piss at that (laughs) point. You're absolutely taking the piss. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's not on. (laughs) Like, I can't... Yeah, I can't even formulate the thought of why I find that so insane. If you've got... You're stealing power. They've all got got tablets. Obviously, they can afford (laughs) their own power at their house or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's fucking weird, man. It was a weird thing to say. Look, kind citizen of planet Earth, wherever you may be, whatever the time of day might be, uh, may I suggest to boost morale for Tim and I on this stupid, stupid adventure we're undertaking, a selfie. Oh, man, I'd love to see some selfies. Nothing lifts morale like seeing you enjoy our misery. Where do Uh, we want them? We want them on where do we want them? Tweet them, Facebook them. We don't really mind. If Uh, you're going to tweet them, Guy's thingy is at Guy underscore Mont, M O N T, and mine is at Tim underscore BAT, B A T T. And uh, chuck them on the Facebook as well, which is if you just search the worst idea of all time, you'll find it. It'll mean a lot to us. We'd love to see your faces, and love what it. you're doing. Where are you? What are you up to? Where yep. are you going? That's right. You know, That's you're right, our Jim. coffee guy today. Um. All, all right. Onwards is the march. Onward is the march. We shall leave ideology to the armchair generals. Good night. up
2: all time it's the worst idea up all time it's the worst idea all time. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus